Today is Tuesday, March 28th, 2023, and welcome to episode one of Farm Wife Sexy Life with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia, and I am the other half of the Candy Couple, and along with myself and my husband, we are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia who work every single day on being more self-reliant. And this podcast came about, um, <laughs> actually it was sort of a whim for me, um, this first episode is the purpose of this podcast, and I really want this to be a place where women, homesteaders could come together, whatever, you know, role you play on the homestead, if you are doing it all on your own, we could come together and discuss issues that we face as a woman homesteader, or as a mom homesteader, or just as a mom, a wife in general, because I feel like a lot of the things I have to offer, you can really apply it to any situation. But we'll give you the reason where this podcast came from. <laughs> so I'm a very, <laughs> we're very busy. And one day we were working on the homestead, I guess doing some garden work or something or canning. I was doing something dealing with the baby and I did, did something and all of a sudden I heard a whistle and I'm a mess. Like I'm straight up a hot mess at this point, you know, whatever leggings or you know, jogging pants I have on, a t-shirt, and it's been a hot day, busy day, and I'm like, really? Right now, I'm at like my most exhausted point of the day. Like, yeah, I'm a farm wife, such a sexy life. And then it really struck me, like, wait, this is a really great, you know, way to actually introduce a lot of ladies into, you know, some of the topics and actually be able to voice some of the issues that we face. So you do hear us talk about teamwork on Rural Reliance um, quite a bit because Erin and I are a team. We do work together as a team on our other podcast and on our homestead and in our life. We are together all the time. We're one of those sick couples that always want to spend all their time together. And it takes two of us to make it work for, for our situation. But I have a perspective that you don't really hear a lot from other homesteading ladies or moms or, um, you know, just in general. I've just got a different perspective on how we do things and how we look at the world. Um, because at this point in our life, I am a stay-at-home mom. I am a stay-at-home wife. <laughs> I'm a homesteader. And I also have a full-time nine-to-five job. So I manage all of this and our homestead and everything else, you know, just by going through the daily grind and making sure we do what we need to get done for our family. So I have a day-to-day -day job. I do love my day-to-day. -day. Um, I do have the ability to work from home, which makes me a stay-at-home mom. We do not use daycare baby stays with me most of the day. Um, sometimes Aaron will take her during the day when he can, but for the most part, she's with me all day long. We don't have somebody come in and watch her unless there's like something absolutely urgent. And that's very, very rare when that actually has happened, but we are still there if we are needed. Um, it gives me flexibility. My job does. I love my work. I love my job. And they do give me the flexibility to technically be a stay-at-home mom while also being a work-from-home mom. 
and it allows me to be the primary caregiver for my child. We decided very early on daycare was not for us. Um, we are a small family. There are only three of us. So daycare costs in our area are, are insane. They're insane. And for us to get to a quality daycare, it's going to be at least a 40 minute to an hour long drive, if not longer. So that is really not the cards for us because it really would take a lot of time, extra time during our day when we can apply that time somewhere else on our homestead. And where it gives us a little bit more time. Um, to do other things like family time, homesteading time. I can actually work out in the garden in the mornings or something before work. So it gives me that flexibility. Um, so there are only three of us. I'm a one and done mom. A lot of homesteading ladies have multiple children. And I, you know, kudos to you ladies. I don't know how you do it because one is enough for me. <laughs> um, we were very fortunate. I have the best child. She sleeps awesome. We've not had any issues with that. She's really great at self-play and she's just a very easy baby, but I can say the stress of child on top of homestead and everything else, I can't even imagine adding a second child to this, let alone having four, five, six, seven, eight. But even though there are just three of us, and that doesn't seem like a lot of people, I've still had to learn and develop processes for our household that really help keep everything running pretty smoothly for us. And they give me time to be a wife, a mom, and an employee. So, like, those are three things. And being a wife and mom, to me, homesteading is a part of that. Because we're building this lifestyle together as a husband and wife. So we can give our daughter the best life possible. So homesteading is tied into that wife and mother persona that I have. So... I'm really focused on building good processes, good, you know, in my household. So my life is easy. I want to try to make it as easy as possible because there is homesteading <laughs> can be so hard. Anything you do in life can really be hard, but sometimes if you make little tweaks, little changes, little adjustments, you can make your life so much easier. And also, these processes really give us a chance to live the chosen lifestyle we have. We're Christians. We believe in one God. Um, we believe our living our life how we want to live it and also being left alone. Like, we want to be left alone on our property. It's a big thing for us. We want to be able to do what we want to on our own land. Um, we want to be good examples of kind, generous, thoughtful people for our daughter. This is very important. I want to make sure I'm, I'm raising a good human being. I don't want some entitled child who thinks they deserve a cell phone at the age of three. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like 19, 20 years old. Why does a three-year-old need a cell phone? Like, your three-year-old really shouldn't be away from you. And if they are, they should be with somebody, an adult, who has a cell phone. So, for me, that that is not how we're raising our daughter. Um... I just want to make sure we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing for our family. We're doing the right thing for each other. That's important because we have always looked at it this way. So my husband and I are a team. We're together. It's the two of us. No one else is, you know, there's no other person. It's just the two of us. 
So because it's just the two of us, we've brought a little person into this world. She's supposed to enhance our life, not become our whole life. So she's an enhancement, not the whole world. She's eventually going to want to have her own life. So if we build our entire world around her and not just making sure we're doing the right things for her, raising her to be a good person and enjoying the times that we have with her, but we're living every single breath for her. She's eventually going to leave and break our hearts. That is not what we are wanting. This is all we want to live our life. We want to actually enjoy being retired together, having that time together. Children are an enhancement there shouldn't be the entire whole world. They are going to grow up. They are going to leave you. And this is so hard because right now she's so little and she needs me all the time. That's part of it. As they grow up and get bigger and bigger, they're going to eventually leave the nest. Um, Ruby's like, well, aren't you so sad that she's not on a bottle anymore? No, I'm so proud of her. She's growing. She's doing what she's supposed to do. She's growing. Do I miss it a little? A little? But, you know, I have to balance that with the fact that she's doing what she's supposed to do. If she were still on a bottle and, you know, not willing to change, then there's a problem. But she's doing everything she's supposed to do. So I can't do anything but be very proud. A little bit sad, Mama. But that's, this is the way life rolls. But we want to take care of our family and just really focus on those things. So what I want this podcast to be, the purpose here, I really want to go over, you know, all, first some, some of the things I do that really help make our life easy. I want to give you some of those tips for those processes, really dig down deep and focus on why we do these, why we, you know, it might seem like, well, this is crazy. Why would you go through this process? Why would you spend so much time on this? Well, maybe it'll save me a whole bunch of time later. Um, talk about spring cleaning. I don't spring clean. I hate it. I think it's absolutely pointless. If you keep a clean house, you shouldn't have to spring clean. That, that's just how I feel about it. Um, you shouldn't have to do a deep dive if you do it right. In my opinion, a lot of people feel differently about this. But for me, I feel like if you focus on putting things into place in your home that are going to make your life easier, even if it takes you time on the upfront, it's going to make your life easier later. If you, It's so worth it. It is so worth it. If it makes your life manageable, it is so worth it in the end. Because if you can spend more time with your family... And I feel like that's something most people don't really focus on. <laughs> like, why do we homestead? Why? We Well, it really depends on your situation and your lifestyle and what you're doing. For me, we homestead to be more self-sufficient so we could take care of us, our family, me and Erin, and now the baby. That's why we homestead. That's our reasoning. That's our important part of this lifestyle. Why does anybody else homestead? And that's really for them to decide. So if that is my priority as my family, why am I not making time every single day to put my family as my priority? The daily grind? Yes, I'm going to grind hard. We're going to work and get out of debt and get out of every little issue we have. Make sure we have money in the bank if something happens or if we have some mistake or 
God forbid one of us loses our job, we could still make it and go. Set up side hustles so we can make it and go. But if we don't make time for that family time, then we're just working to work. Homestead, our jobs, whatever. The whole point is to enhance our life. The same way having a child enhanced our life. Having a homestead is supposed to enhance our life, to make our life better. That family time is invaluable to me. I will not change that for anything in the world. Even if it's just watching the baby play for an hour a day or taking a walk with her for 30 to 40 minutes. That is invaluable. It cannot be replaced in, in my opinion. I mean, it really... To me, if you set up your lifestyle the right way that works for you and your family or you and your situation, if you're a single lady out there homesteading, a single man out there homesteading, if you set it up so your life works easier long term, it gives you time to spend, you know, really evaluating what you want to spend your days doing. Would you like to knit all afternoon? Okay, now knit. I would, but I don't have time. I have to make time to knit um, or crochet or whatever it is you like to do. Can. What, whatever you're passionate about. And I feel like sometimes we get so caught up into the daily grind, we forget what the reason and purpose is. So my goal here is to provide, and how I want to provide you value, is by giving you inspiration and the things that I do to adjust my lifestyle so that we have that time for family. We have that time to spend together and I can try to be a good wife and a great mother. And I want to be a great wife too, but <laughs> I want to be a great wife, a great mother, a great homesteader, and a great employee. How we learn to manage all of that and still keep a clean home, an efficient running home, an efficient running homestead. A put together homestead when you can. Now, does that mean it always works that way for me? It does not. It absolutely does not. I will be the first person to tell you I can drop the ball times time. And the things that suffer the most are the things that are most important to me. Totally get that. So it doesn't always work out the way you want it to be, but I always try to look and find ways to fix it. And we'll go over that more in the next podcast. But, you know, it, it's really, I really feel like this is an outlet for me to really focus on what's important to me. And I, I will say my family is most important. And I've said that multiple times already. But really focusing on that and making changes for myself to make sure I'm spending that time with them and I'm still being a wonderful wife, a great mom, and a really good homesteader, a really great employee. Those are what's important um, in my life at this point in time. So I hope you're willing to join me as we discuss what makes being a farm wife a sexy life. <laughs> um and as we talk about the struggles women face on the homestead, because I can tell you from what I've seen through YouTube and watching other homesteading ladies out there, even the ones that are in the background, they're the ones that make the homestead go and run. 
they're the backbone of the homestead. I know that's the case here. While my husband, he does do a lot of the work, a lot of the build, you know, heavy lifting and everything. I mean, in all reality, and we work as a team, but the backbone needs the arms and the legs. But if the backbone's not there, the arms and the legs don't work. Think of it in that sort of situation. You're kind of paralyzed. And I feel like a woman's role on the homestead can be undervalued quite a bit. Um, unless you're like running your own, like Nicole Sauce does. And she's amazing. Totally kudos to her. She's absolutely fantastic. Um, but it's just, I really want to focus on the struggles women face, especially on the homestead, how we deal with them and processes. And if you have any ideas, suggestions, things you want to hear us talk about, want to join me on talking about, please, you know, email us at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. Check out our link tree and our YouTube channel. We try to do videos about twice a week, every Wednesday and also on Saturday. And please check out our other podcast, Rural Reliance with the Candy Couple. This is where Erin actually joins me and we go over homesteading issues or financial issues, how we're frugal homesteaders, things of that nature how we try to save money and how we just really try to live the life we want to live and how we try to avoid mistakes or make mistakes and fix them. Um, we just go over a variety of topics. So as always, thank you for joining me on Farm Wife Sexy Life and with the Candy Couple where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.